Hello, friends, and welcome to the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B, your lifestyle engineer. In this podcast, we help you escape the rat race and find purpose-led, meaningful work. We help you design systems that make it easy for you to succeed. We give you tools and strategies to build your productivity, to free your time and attention for the things that matter most. Live by design, not by default. Let's get it. Hello, 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 friends, and welcome back. Thank you for joining me on another episode. I have something interesting for you today. I'm working on a little series that uses some of the tools and techniques that I learned as a continuous improvement person, as an industrial engineer, and I recognized how that how those tools apply to real life, and I realized there's so much value in them that we can use and take them out of all this manufacturing and actually use them in our own lives, especially in our careers. Today, I want to talk to you about A3 thinking, and it's a problem-solving tool, and it is so useful, so concise, so elegant in the way it expresses and solves problems, and it has a number of applications for us as we think about our lives and our careers. So an A3 was a visual that was actually used. It's the size of the paper that we use, roughly equivalent to, in the US system, the 11 by 17 ledger size paper. And it was divided into sections and each section was specific. And there was a very particular pattern in which it worked. The first part being understanding clearly what your actual problem is. Part of that involves understanding and clarifying your current state or the current condition. What exactly is the problem? What are you trying to solve? The second part, and this might be a whole nother episode, is to think about what would be your desired future state? If everything went well and I got everything that I wanted, what, that, what would that future state look like? How would I feel? What would I experience? What would I have? For example, right now we're in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of people are reconsidering and rethinking their entire lives, their careers, what are they doing, where, you know, where do they find meaning, what's the right thing for them. This is a good point to take an inventory to determine exactly where you are now, where you want to go, and what do you need to do to get there. So how do you use this A3 thinking current state analysis? To help you understand and represent your current state, I have a couple of tools for you for your toolbox. The first one is a personal SWOT analysis, and the second one is check your vitals. In the business world, I'm sure you've heard about a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. But you can also use that to analyze your current state when you're looking at yourself, your life, your career, whatever it is. So you start with S, strengths. That's where you look at what advantages do you have that others don't. It could be skills or certifications, education, connections, your network. What are the things you can do better than anybody else? What personal resources can you access? What expertise in a specific area do you have that can add value? What special projects have you worked on that have really been successful? Do you have any unique skills like exceptional leadership, an ability to connect things, the ability to make something that's very abstract seem real. What do other people say your strengths are? Those victories that you've had, the projects and accomplishments around what you've done in the past, what contributed to them the most? 
What do you, what are you known for? What do your friends and your colleagues always talk about that you're good at? Even when you were a young t- adult or a teen or a child even, were there things that you were noticed for even back then? What makes you stand out from your colleagues, even those in the same field as you? What life experiences have shaped you in special ways? Have there been certain things in your childhood that have been instrumental in making you where who you are and gifts that you've had that you've discovered along the way? What are the things that everybody tells you that you do very, very well and everybody's always like excited about and always tell you, you know, you really do this and every time I talk to you, you know, I feel better because you have a way of putting things into words or you're always able to organize information and bring it to somebody in a way that they can understand or you always give me exactly what I need to know even if it's tough or anytime I need help on analyzing something, you're always able to like drill it down and give me exactly what I need to know. Um, You can ask yourself, well, what hurdles have you had to overcome to get you where you are now? Because you might have overcome something that somebody else might be going through right now that you can help them get out of. It could be a work-related, it could be personal. And I've said in a previous podcast, you only have to be one trick ahead of the dog. You don't have to have everything figured out, but you have ideas and expertise that somebody else could use. So don't sell yourself short. Weaknesses. What things do you avoid because you don't feel confident doing them? That's a good one for me. If you ask somebody, a former boss, try not to ask your current one, by the way, a former boss, a trusted person in your life, a colleague, somebody you've worked with, maybe what do they say your weaknesses are? Where do you have any gaps in your education or training or skill set that you know based on what you're trying to do and where you want to go? What are your negative work habits? Are you habitually late or disorganized or make promises you can't keep? Do you not handle pressure and stress very well? Where are you most vulnerable or where do you lack the most resources or connections or experience where other people in your field tend to have them? So these could be very critical resources, sort of career ending or preventing you from move, moving forward. They ha- there are weaknesses you can neutralize if you want to be able to achieve your goals. So you can um, improve them by doing some training or something like that. And there are weaknesses that, yeah, they're weaknesses, but they don't really hold you back. So you want to always consider how critical they are when you list those weaknesses. Okay, Opportunities. What new technology can help you? Who in your network can help you or provide some kind of new program or process for you? Do you see any trends in your industry, in your company that you can take advantage of? Is there a need coming up that nobody can see or they're just not focusing on? Are there significant advancements coming down in your area that you can take advantage of? Take a look at people in your industry, in your network that are maybe doing really new things. What are they doing? What are they talking about? LinkedIn is a really good place to look for those kinds of things. You can look at your strengths and see what areas can open these up some more, right? Or what areas can eliminate some of your weaknesses. And the last one is threats. What obstacles do you currently face at work, at home? Are any of your colleagues competing with you for something that you're very interested in? interested in is somebody doing a much better job at something in a similar role that you're doing is the demise of let's say old technologies or processes going to be a problem for you because you don't know the new ones because you're becoming maybe stale in your skill set are there any obstacles that can prevent you from growing and moving forward it could be attitude it could be disposition any of those things could be threats so be careful 
you have to understand there is a gap between subjective reality and objective reality. Some things that you recognize are not actually the truth. We lie to ourselves a lot more than we realize. So it's important here to get some perspective from people that you trust around you. And don't make it people too close to you, like a spouse that might be too close, but somebody who can be at least moderately objective. When you're looking at your current state, you can use the check your vitals process. So VITALS is an acronym, and I will explain each of the six parts for you. The first is VALUES. VALUES referring to the things that you believe, the things that are important to you that help you clarify your decision making. So they are guides for you. So when you're making decisions, you can evaluate the decisions based upon the things that you value. There are lots of resources out there on how to determine or clarify what those values are. Usually it's a list of words or ideas and you pick through those that you feel are important, maybe start with 10 or 15, and then narrow it down to a set of probably no more than five. And keep track of it and think about it over time and see if any of these stick or anything needs feels like it needs to change. But those things help clarify your value. For example, one of my values is um, sort of self-actualization, always growing and learning. So when I'm making decisions, I can look at the decision I'm facing and ask myself, is this going to help me grow? Is this going to help me learn something new? Especially if it's something that has risk to it, I can always ask myself, if I fail at this task, will I at least learn something that I can use for something else? That's one of those new questions that I ask myself that it helps clarify some of my decision making. Because sometimes you're taking something on that's a bit risky, but if even if you fail, there's some upside that it might be worth taking on. So that's the values. The next one is interest. Interests refer to your passions, the things that you, you, know, you like, that tend to capture your attention, hobbies, etc. And one of the things we have to be careful about is that we get a lot of messages about just follow your passion, just leave this dead-end job that you have and go follow your passion and you'll live happily ever after. Unfortunately, that's not always the case. You can't always make a career out of your hobbies. Sometimes certain things have to stay as just hobbies. But by clarifying what those interests and hobbies are and identifying your passion, it can help you determine which might be pursuable. Is that a word? I don't know. Which you can maybe pursue as a career or as a way to produce income or which ones can remain as things that you do on the side that just make you happy. The T stands for temperament. This refers to some of your innate preferences. Some people are night owls, some people are early birds, some people prefer detail, other people love the big picture. Understanding those basic things about yourself is very critical. You can use things, various inventories. The Myers-Briggs is one that's used very often. It's not totally scientific, but it does help people clarify some of those things. But there are a number of them out there that you can use. The A, stands for around the clock. That refers to sort of your circadian rhythms when it, ref when it comes to things like energy and alertness. You have to manage your energy, not just your time. So understanding when you are full of energy, other times when you might be depleted, whether you get you know hungry at certain times, and how these things relate to your attention is also very important. If you have something that involves attention to detail that needs a lot of brain power. You don't want to be tired. You don't want to be hungry. So you want to identify those things about yourself. The L stands for life mission. So that refers to your overall purpose, what you're here for, 
And I noticed that in the lean manufacturing Toyota production system, one of the things that's often overlooked is that it does have a strong focus on overall purpose. A lot of us back in the manufacturing world used to look at lean manufacturing as a collection of tools, a toolbox, and you pick what you want for the job. But deeper than that, one of the hallmarks of this process is that you always have to clarify your main purpose, your mission first before you start just implementing tools. And I think that is true for our lives and our careers as well. It's much easier to endure the how and endure bad times if you understand the why and the overall purpose of why you are here. Why do you exist? What have you come here to do? Are there things that you really need to focus on that touch your heart in a very deep way and help you feel fulfilled? So those are your life mission or purpose. The last one, the S, is for strengths. What are you good at? What does everybody tell you that you're good at? What things have you been able to shine in in past assignments or past projects, past hobbies? What are those things that you need those unique skills that you have that you bring to the table those are the strengths what i found is in our world we often get told about our weaknesses when you go to a performance review they usually tell you oh this is where you need some help what do you need to train on what do you need to improve on but there have been studies that show that if you focus on your strengths and what you do well and try to be the best in the world at it that often gives you a better result than trying to improve your weaknesses so that's something to consider so those are the vital signs so here are two sets of approaches that you can use to identify your current state so that you can correctly determine where you are now the next step is where do you want to be your future state and then you can look at a gap analysis and say what do i need to be able to get from my current state to my future state i will definitely touch on that in future podcasts I will also provide links to all of the resources that I talked about. I hope this has been useful to you. Thank you for joining me on this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time. Hello friends, just one more thing before you go. Are you ready to tap into your inner genius? Then get on my calendar for a 30-minute strategy session. Let's connect to your purpose and find meaningful work, whether that could be in a corporate career, in your own business, whatever it may be. Let's chat. Call with drb.com callwithdrb.com. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'll see you next time.